ancient prophecies spoken by faithful servants of ages past echo even now. The time has come. The longing is over. The mystery is about to be revealed. The word of the Father will soon be made flesh and all of creation will rejoice. This is the assurance of heaven. What God speaks, he'll do. What he promises, he will fulfill.
And so, the ancient prophecies began to be seen for what they truly were, the promises of God. Promises as reliable as the one who made them. Promises kept each and every one of them in Jesus, the Messiah. Only a God of promise and fulfillment could create from the poorest circumstances and the most meager surroundings a dazzling display of His glory. 
Yet that's exactly what he did. A child was born whose kingdom authority would surpass the realm of earthly principalities. This child was born to be a savior.
While the little town of Bethlehem slept, unaware that the wonder of wonders had appeared right before their slumbering eyes, the skies just outside the city of David exploded with a startling announcement. True to his word, God had kept his promise of a savior a deliverer, a multitude of the heavenly host proclaimed the glory of God and earth would never be the same.
majesty in a manger, a savior in swaddling clothes, son of Mary and the son of God, heralded by angels and worshiped by shepherds. God's promised gift to us to be cherished, to be honored, to be adored. Bethlehem star will fade and the song of the angels will be silenced. 
the joy we experience now will recede and the wonder of the season will be a distant memory. But the divine assurance, the promise of God with us, this is the blessing of Christmas. Prophecies have been spoken and they echo 
even now. Our longing is over, for the mystery has been revealed. What God has said, He has done. What He has promised, He has fulfilled. For to us, a child is born. And to us, a son is given. The blessing of Christmas is found in a promise. The promise of God with us, not just for today, but forever.
Good morning. morning. I want to say thank you, choir. That was beautiful. That was wonderful. I believe that's the best they've sounded in a long time. That was fantastic. Were you glad to be here this morning? Say amen. 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 I know I'm glad to be here, and uh, I ask you to pray for me. I'm feeling under the weather this morning, but I'm glad to be here, and uh, thank you for your patience. If you will be praying for us this morning as we try to share God's Word I'm going to pull an audible on what I was going to preach this morning, and uh, the Lord kind of changed directions literally about two minutes ago, and so the Lord likes to do that sometimes. We're going to swap it, so instead of having the slide this morning and the outline that's in your bulletin, if you would, uh, bear with us as we share this thought with you. Let us have a good word of prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come to you in prayer, and Lord, we ask that you might speak with our hearts the next few moments. Lord, thank you for the choir. Brother Ronnie, and uh, for all the practice they've put into it, Lord, for worshiping and uh, ministering to our hearts through song today, Lord, we say thank you. Lord, as we become closer to celebrating the birth of your son just a week away, God, I pray that you might reflect into our hearts, Lord, the, the light of your love. God, may you give us this morning what we stand in need of, Lord, for those who are here Lord, for those who have come, God, we ask that you might speak to our hearts. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In Matthew chapter number 1, we find the story of Christ's birth from Matthew's account. And in Matthew chapter 1, verse number 18, the Bible says, Now the birth of Jesus Christ uh, was on this wise. And we find that there was the birth of Jesus Christ. However, in Isaiah chapter 7, verse number 14, the Bible says, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. I shared this earlier this week with that Chimes as they had their Christmas program, and I wanted to share it with you this morning. <clears throat> Here in Scripture we find that there are many different names given for Jesus Christ. We find that he is called Emmanuel. We find that he is called Jesus. To some, he was called the Christ, the Messiah, the Son of God, the bread. We find that he is the water, the word, the beginning and the end, the alpha and the omega. There are many names for Christ, but in Matthew and in Isaiah particularly, there are two different names that are said that Jesus Christ would be called, one being Emmanuel and one being Jesus Christ. This may seem like a contradiction at first because there are two different names that are being shared, but yet I want to share with you for just a moment uh, why that is, why I believe that that the Bible gives us these names. First, we see that uh, here in Isaiah chapter 7, verse number 14, that his name is called Emmanuel, meaning God with us. Emmanuel tells us who God is. He is God with us. God among mortal men. We find that he was born of a virgin. We know from Isaiah and all the way through Luke that a virgin shall conceive. And again here in Matthew chapter 1, verse number 23, the Bible says, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and bear a son. And we know that she was a virgin. That is, that she was not, Jesus Christ was not born of a man, but rather he was born of the Holy Ghost himself. Emmanuel, meaning God with us. Jesus Christ truly was God among us. 
the miracle of the Messiah, of Jesus Christ, is that it was not just normal man, but God himself took on the robe of flesh and dwelt with us. He became like we are. He was all of God clothed in all of flesh. And John, he tells us that he was in the beginning and the creator of all things. The Bible says all things are made by him, and without him uh, nothing was made that was made. He wore flesh and took on the form of a servant, yet he had the fullness of God's power that rested upon him. He was Emmanuel, God with us. From the Old Testament, we see that Christ spoke to Moses in a burning bush. He spoke to Abraham upon the Mount Moriah. He spoke to man time and time again, yet man could not see him. Yet when Jesus Christ came and dwelt among men, for the first time we could behold the glory of the Father in Jesus Christ himself. He was born of a woman, yet the woman Mary was a mere creation of his own doing. Although he came from Mary's womb, he had also placed her within her mother's womb. And as she held him in her hands, he held her and the entire world in his. He was God with us. Now something was different. Our faith had came to fruition. Throughout the Old Testament, they would bring in bulls and lambs and, and sacrifices to the temple to be sacrificed. And they would make sacrifice with hopes that one day there would be a Messiah who would come, who would deliver them from sin. And yet now we find that he had actually come. Their hope had come to fruition. Your hope and mine lived among us and was human flesh. Emmanuel, God with us. He was not the conquering military might the Israelites had anticipated. Yet he was the conquering Christ who would defeat sin. The Jews looked for a military leader who would overthrow the, the power of the Roman Empire and who would set them free of a fleshly oppression. Yet Jesus Christ came victorious more so than a worldly government, but he came to set men free from our sin. And just as he delivered uh, in his day and time, he still stands ready to deliver us from our sin. He is God with us. And he's God in us to those who know him. Yet we find in Matthew and Luke, there is another name given to him. This time, not Emmanuel, but this time, Jesus. Emmanuel speaks to who he is, but the name Jesus speaks to what he does. Jesus is an English word that comes from a Greek word, which comes from a Hebrew word, and the root word is Yeshua or Joshua, and it literally means God is my salvation. With Emmanuel, he is with us, but with the name Jesus, it says that he is my salvation. In Acts chapter 13, verse number 23, the Bible says, From this man's seed, according to the promise God raised for Israel, a Savior, Jesus. He was our Savior. He is our salvation. In Acts chapter 4, verse number 12 says, Nor is there salvation in the other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. He was and is 
our salvation. Not only is he among us, but he came and lived among us that he might deliver us from sin, give us hope and freedom and life and liberty, all of this because God came, took on the form of a baby and a servant and lived among us. His name is Emmanuel, God with us, but his name is also Jesus. He is the Savior. He is my Savior, and he desires to be your Savior. He saves us from sin. He saves us from the life of sin. He saves us from the consequences and the eternal punishment of sin. He is our Savior. He is Emmanuel, God with us. Not that God was with us, but that God is with us. He still remains. But is he with you today? He's calling out for you and I, but we must respond. He is Jesus, the Savior of the world. He has paid the price. He already came and lived among men, and he died and laid down his life upon Calvary for you and I. He laid down his life. Man could not take his life from him. Do not think for a moment that it was the thorns or the nails or the spear pierced in his side that took his life. Jesus said, no man takes my life. I give it. How could man take life from the giver of life? How could they take breath from the one whose breath breathed in the man's nostrils life itself, whose words spoke the universe and everything that exists into creation? Man could not take the life from Jesus no more than man could bring him. He came on his own freely, and he died freely. He laid down his life. He, he gave his life up that we might have salvation. He is our Savior. Have you experienced his salvation today? We celebrate his birth, and it is a miraculous birth. It's a wonderful birth. His name is Emmanuel. His name is Jesus. What a wonderful name. We're thankful for his birth for this reason. Because his birth made way that he might grow up, live, and then lay down his life. The miracle of the birth of Jesus Christ, the miracle of Christmas, is that God came, that he might lay down his life and die, that he might experience death in my place and in your place, and he did so. It's been accomplished. That's why as he hung there on the cross and the balance between heaven and earth, he cried out, Father, it is finished. It's finished. He said, it is finished. What was finished? The prize for our redemption. <coughs> he had paid the price. The Bible says, and then he, he gave up the ghost. He gave his life freely. Today, I want to ask you, do you know him? Not do you know about him. We all know about him. Not have you heard the story of Jesus' birth. I suppose everyone here has probably heard it many times over. 
Not do you know his name, do you know the stories of his life, do you know the stories of his death, have you read the Bible, do you go to church? That's not what I'm asking. What I'm asking is, have you experienced his salvation? Do you know him? Jesus said, I stand at the door and knock, and if any man hear my voice, And open the door, I will come in and sup with him and he with me. This morning, have you opened up your heart's door to Christ? And if not, would you do it now? Every head bowed and every eye closed. Heavenly Father, Lord, you know our hearts. Lord, you know who is here. Lord, you know the spiritual needs, the eternal needs of everyone here. God, if there's someone right now in our presence or online watching, Lord, that does not know you as their Savior, Lord, may today be the day that they finally surrender, turn loose of their sins, their own power, their own strength, and lay their life at your feet. God, you give so much to us, Lord, as we celebrate Christmas, Lord, your birth. Lord, the greatest gift ever given was there when you came and gave yourself for us. What greater gift could we give back to you than to lay our hearts down at your feet and say, here's my life, Lord, take it. Father, we thank you in Christ, and I pray, amen.